My name is Stephanie B. Welcome to the Range of Buck podcast series, the experts in exclusive luxury African safaris. Throughout this series, we'll explore absolutely everything you could ever want to know about traveling to Africa and more specifically Southern Africa for a safari. If you'd like to see what Ranger Buck has to offer, or if you have any questions, head on over to www.rangerbucksafaris.com. Welcome to episode two of the Ranger Buck podcast series. I have got Ranger Buck himself in the studio with me. Ranger Buck, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm all good. Thanks, Stephanie. Great to be here. That's awesome. So let's start off by getting to know you a little bit. How did you come up with the name Ranger Buck? Well, I'll give you the shortened version. Um, <laughs> I've always had a passion for the bush and the Kruger Park in particular from when I was a, when I was a little kid. My folks used to take me there. And uh, I uh, ended up in my later life doing a lot of bush courses. I'm a, I qualified as a game ranger um, 20 years ago. Wow. And uh, I've always been interested in the bush and... Uh, Although I wasn't full-time working in the bush, I arranged uh, safaris for friends of ours. I arranged uh, courses for friends of ours in the rating to the bush. So, And my nickname comes back from 25 years ago when I grew up. Um, some of my friends started calling me Buck, Bucky. So that was my nickname. And uh, when I started doing these uh, safaris for friends and family and that, then uh, they started calling me Ranger Buck. Uh, when I mentioned safaris or when I mentioned I'm going to the bush, uh, started as a bit of a joke. Uh, but my nickname is still Buck. And uh, and if I go on safari, uh, most of my mates and family call me Ranger Buck. And so when we were looking for a name for the safari business, we thought it was, was apt that we name it uh, Ranger Buck. It's a bit unique. It's a bit more personalized. And, and of course, uh, my nickname. And you really are a ranger. So it is 100% appropriate to call you Ranger Buck as well. Yes. So um, tell me a little bit more about selecting the lodges that you have partnered with. Is there a certain level of service and luxury that you were looking at? Yes. As Ranger Buck Safaris, we're targeting the high-end ultra-luxury lodges. Um, so that's the first thing we look at. We look at uh, the level of luxury, the level of uh, um, service they offer for our guests and then, of course, we, we look ultimately at the, at the area the lodges are situated in. I mean, our lodges are all predominantly situated in the Sabi Sand Reserve, which is part of the Greater Kruger. Um, Sabi Sand is probably the, is, it's renowned for being the best game viewing area on the planet. Um, it's got the highest predator ratio, highest leopard density in the world. So we focus on that area predominantly, although we've got other lodges uh, in different countries. But uh, the Sabi Sand, uh, where we find the, 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 the best game viewing and, of course, the most luxurious lodges. So when you uh, book a Ranger Buck experience, you can expect a certain level of service then? Oh, yes, definitely. We, we, we pride ourselves in our service excellence. All the lodges that we partner with, you'll have the same experience generally. And uh, we expect nothing um, less than the best from, from the lodges and from their service levels and their management. Ranger Buck, you did mention Sabi Sands, and it is undoubtedly the most exclusive private game reserve in South Africa. Can you tell me a little bit more about Sabi Sands specifically and what they have to offer? You mentioned that they have got the highest amount of leopards, and if you really want to see a leopard when you come to South Africa, Sabi Sands is the place to go. Uh, Sabi Sands Reserve is, is, 
I think it's the oldest game reserve in, in South Africa. It was founded in 1898. It was declared a game reserve. And from there, the Greater Kruger National Park grew. Um, the Sabi Sands is prolific, has prolific predator densities. Um, a lot of people, a lot of our guests want to see the, 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 the big cats, lions, leopards, uh, cheetahs, and Sabi Sand is perfect for that. Uh, Sabi Sand is adjacent to the Kruger as we know it part of the greater Kruger it's all unfenced boundaries between mm-hmm. the Kruger and the Sabi sand and the 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 size is about 65,000 hectares so it's a it's a relatively big area uh, but the, the the climatic conditions the vegetation the herds of uh, of grazers and browsers lends itself to be a hot spot for big cats is it an all-inclusive experience with Ranger Buck as well? Can you provide transfers to and from the lodges? Can I just land in South Africa and you take care of me from beginning to end? No, of course. That's exactly what we provide. Um, it would be a miss of us not to provide that. Most of our clients land here at our Tambo. We provide a service. We can collect you from the, from the airport, put you in another charter flight, depending on your time constraints. We can transfer you there in, uh, in our range of vehicles that we use. Uh, most of the lodges that uh, we partner with have their own airstrips. Some of them have their own aeroplanes that they can fly in. Uh, we can helicopter you in if you want. If you want a better view of South Africa at a lower level, we can chop you into the lodges. So definitely from when you land here to when you leave South Africa, we can take care of all your needs. That's great news. Do you also offer any unique experiences beyond the traditional game drive? Yes, more and more we found that our clients want to be involved in conservation and especially now with the you know the no plastic uh, ban on plastic and uh, carbon emissions it's quite a big thing so and and of course the wildlife areas are getting smaller and smaller so uh, we want people to contribute to conservation uh, for future generations so we we get guests to come with us on these conservation experiences and uh, they contribute to the uh, to the financial um, aspect or the, they contribute to the actual conservation fund in order to preserve a certain species. So, for example, we would take guests and they'd come out with us and we'd dart a rhino. Uh, we need to do rhino DNA testing on a regular basis, uh, especially now with this rhino poaching being so prevalent throughout the world and specifically in Africa and specific South Africa. Uh, we try and uh, monitor these rhinos as best we can. Some of them have got microchips in their horns. So the clients will come with us. Typically, you would come with us. We'd have a vet. Uh, the vet would would track the uh, the rhino. We'd dart the rhino, and then we'd do the DNA testing or dehorning or put a chip in the horn, whatever is relevant at that time for that specific rhino. Um, and that would obviously um, the guests would contribute. They'd be able to touch and feel the actual animal. So we do that with rhinos. We do it with elephants. Elephants are a little bit more difficult to dart. But uh, we have a partnership with Elephants Alive that uh, we will take guests with them. They, they've got more than 100 collared elephant bulls in the greater Kruger area. So we would take guests with them for the day. They'd find the elephant with their tracking device. We'd explain a bit the elephant, where it's been. We'll show them on the map where the elephant's been over the last year and explain a little bit more about this particular elephant and elephants in general. If they need to dart it, we could dart it at that time. But... Generally, it's more about just being with the elephant and spending some time with it and understanding the habits or the whereabouts and the destinations of these big elephant bulls. Yes. Then we also do things like uh, 
collaring wild dogs. A lot of the packs in the Kruger, uh, for research purposes, have collars on at least one of the dogs in the pack. So, you know, we take the guests with dart wild dog. They get to experience the collar. Guests can sometimes even sponsor a collar. You can donate a collar for the dog. It's quite a good thing. People quite enjoy that. And uh, that's just some of the things we do. We also do the same thing with lions. We do so, but anything can be anything can be done if the if the guests have a willingness to contribute to conservation or um, or want to take part in anything. We can arrange anything from collecting them at their lodges in a chopper. We take them by helicopter to the site where the elephant is or the rhino is. They do the activities for a couple hours or the morning. We fly them back. It just depends on the guests and the level of involvement they want. And these are all medical, medically necessary uh, moments, I suppose, for the animals. None of this is being done because someone has booked an experience. It's just that your experience allows you to come alongside a veterinarian or a ranger who is carrying out something that is essential to make sure that the elephants and the rhino populations stay stable in South Africa. Yes, it's definitely not staged. Yeah. So they will accompany it. So sometimes we need to just get the timing right. If the guests are yes. here for three or four days, we can get the timing right. But certainly it's not staged. Uh, uh, this is very important research work that gets done by the different different companies or the different research groups. And obviously all the all the fees that we charge for this will go back into conservation and um, assist with keeping these specific species, the endangered species we focus on. The wild dogs are endangered. Um, uh, rhinos are very endangered at the moment so we focus on those species and hopefully the the, the guests that come along will contribute to the um, to the survival of the species in the long run. For sure, ecotourism is almost essential here in South Africa and in fact on the entire continent to make sure that those species do stay thriving. You also offer something that should be on any adventurous person's bucket list and that is mountain biking safaris. Tell me a little bit more about how they work. It sounds exciting, sounds a little bit dangerous, sounds like the adrenaline would definitely be pumping. Uh, where do you offer them and how does it happen? Mountain biking safaris is a relatively new thing. I mean, Ranger Buck, we're one of the few that offer it in South Africa, uh, specifically mountain biking safaris in, in dangerous game areas like the Sabi Sands and the Timbavati. Um, so it's more for the more active people that like a bit more of adventure. But uh, typically a mountain biking safari, we'd, we'd, we'd have it, uh, you'd cycle in the mornings. Um, we'd stop for a breakfast somewhere, you'd cycle further, you'd have an armed ranger in the front. Sometimes, depending on the size of the group, we have two armed rangers. Um, they will cycle ahead, uh, just a little bit ahead of you, and um, you would typically stop if you saw a herd of elephant or a herd of buffalo. You'd stop, get off your bike, and do a bit of a detour with a walk. You'd walk around, you'd view the animals from a distance, maybe take half an hour or so, take photographs, come back to your bicycles, start cycling again until you see the next animal. Uh, it's about experiencing the bush from a different angle, not from mm -hmm. a game viewer. It's much quieter yeah. than a game viewer. There's no diesel. There's no engines involved. Yeah. It's your own pedal power. Sometimes you huff and puff a bit, but <laughs> that's okay. And uh, it's, a, it's a relatively new concept, like I said. And it, it's, it's, it's uh, uh, especially with the advent of e-bikes now, where everybody can be equal, we offer that. We can hire you e-bike. So you can go with your wife or your your family can cycle with you. Um, depending on your level of expertise, we'll take you on the gravel roads through the parks or you can go on the old elephant tracks. I mean, we often cycle through through Big Five country 
on on old game paths. So it's a little bit more technical, but it's depends on your level of uh, fitness and your mountain biking ability. And like you say, a completely different experience. I think way more connected and in touch with what you're experiencing because you don't have that protection of the game vehicle around you. It is just you, your bike, and obviously the ranges, the rifled ranges and the rest of your party. But you do feel a little bit more maybe at one with your experience and the bush and the animals. So let's talk a little bit about outside of the South African borders. You also have some high-end lodges that you've partnered with in the Okavango Delta in Botswana. Yeah, we've got a few lodges we've partnered with there. Obviously, also the ultra-luxury high-end market. Um, the lodges are based in the Okavango Delta. The Okavango Delta is, is not as not similar to the Sabi Sands because it's a, it's a delta, so it's very seasonal. In the wet wet uh, season, the, the delta is flooded with water. Some of the lodges then offer water-based activities, which we don't get in the Sabi Sand. Mm. So you could go on a dugout, it's like a makoro it's called, and you you paddle through the through the you don't have to paddle yourself, but somebody paddles for you through the through the delta. From there you can wow. see land based animals from the delta, you can see a lot of elephants come down to drink, you can see obviously a lot of hippos get up close with hippos, which can be quite frightening at times, but it's also thrilling. And obviously the big crocodiles of the area you'll get up close to them. Uh, it's a different experience completely. Uh, and, of course, in the dry months, you have uh, the game drives that you go on game drives for. The animals, the, the wildlife is almost exactly the same. Uh, it's a little bit less dense in the delta, but you still have your big cats, your predators, your massive herds of elephant. Uh, so it's a pretty similar experience, but some people prefer um, having the option of water-based as a, uh, and land-based. So it's, it's, a, it's a interesting. It's a very different market to the Sabi Sands, but it's uh, still uh, excellent. Definitely a unique perspective. I like that. Thank you so much, Ranger Buck, for chatting to us this afternoon. And we look forward to hopefully experiencing one of these awesome moments and luxury safari experiences with you. Have a fantastic day. Great. Thank you, Thank you.